Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the most unhinged book club you will ever be a part of. (laughs) Season two of the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan, and we are back for season two, and we have our most recent read, which was Crescent City by Sarah J. Moss. Um, This took us extra long, you guys, because it was an extra long book. We gave ourselves a little break um, to celebrate our, our podiversary, our one year. <laughs> We've done it for a year. Yeah. And then, like, obviously, kids just got us sick, so I totally intended to have, like, this episode to you guys sooner yeah but we were also thinking about like having our episodes on Wednesdays because that gives us like a little bit extra time if we are dragging our feet and then you guys know for sure you're gonna get it Wednesday if there's if there's an episode that week you'll have it Wednesday period um so we'll time we'll time stamp it for that but I'm gonna give it to you guys tonight on Monday because I'm feeling nice and it's Valentine's Day I'm mm-hmm. just feeling the love, feeling the love for Riri, really. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Riri. Um, I just, yeah. I like, I loved all of the posts of like, I'm just waiting for the Rihanna concert. Like, I could give a shit what happens. <laughs> oh my God, totally. Like, I, I love the Kelsey brothers. Like, I, I followed all of that and I loved that there was two brothers playing against her and their mother was really cute. Like I was, that was entertaining to me, but mm-hmm. it was like, it was a Rihanna concert and I was waiting for it. And she gave. Uh, for me, it's like, I had season tickets to the bills this year. Uh, if you guys are new here, we are from Buffalo. We love the bills. Go bills. Dan bills mafia. So I had season tickets and I had to sit next to fans of both of these teams this year at some point and yeah. I'm just like fuck off <laughs> I'm so bitter <laughs> like I knew one of these people were winning yeah. um like especially like when we were walking out that last game against Cincinnati and we were like this is yeah. it you know mm-hmm. we were like saying goodbye to the security guard that we see every game like all right bye Bob like we'll see you next year <laughs> yeah like, right it was just so sad and we were even saying to Cincinnati like beat the Chiefs like <laughs> Yeah, like, like I, no. if anything, like I was like, I hope that you know the Eagles win, but like I, I was hoping for Cincinnati because we obviously had that, you know, everything with Demar with them and just the mutual respect and how their medical team, how oh, they, treated, yeah, but I mean, the, like, who actually went to the Super oh, who Bowl. actually went? No, I know, I yeah. didn't want any of them. That's what I'm saying. I was like rooting for Cincinnati to be in the Super Bowl, and they weren't there. So at that point, same. it became about Super Bowl squares, which I won zero dollars. Same. Ugh whatever there's always next year the famous buffalo bills line that's our slogan get that tatted (laughs) you would you might have heard that the buffalo bills slogan is um circling the wagons but actually yeah (laughs) anyway you know what we get better every year it's all right i'm here i'm here for it yeah like it feels like okay cool the super bowl is out of the way now we can look forward to next Mm -hmm. season who who are we gonna get on the team draft day in may you know just exciting stuff like that well and think of this too like our kids are growing up with like a bills team that wins and two new like football leagues that are coming out like yeah or like like, they resurfacing they are like they my son is like very confused if the bills lose he's like what 
where it's like we grew up he's like were those referees confused and we're like yes son yes yeah they they were were confused yeah they they always were (laughs) so like it's just funny because we grew up on a very different team so you know like some people get real real (laughs) negative I'll I'm not like I it's disappointing but I'm I just I know we're gonna get there and yeah whatever and it's like really exciting I used to if you probably wouldn't know this if you met me now but in 0809 when I was 18 19 I cheered and uh it was a five and eight season (laughs) such a good season it was like freezing my ass off and it's like lose 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 and I'm supposed to be like happy and cheery and like cheering other people up and I'm like this sucks (laughs) cold these guys suck so it's like when I'm up there like in my season ticket seats I'm like I've earned this Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. and I'm fine freezing for it but yeah yeah I'm ready Mm -hmm. for next season I'm ready for summer first. Let's get to summer right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, before we get, get to any football. of that. Did yeah. you have a side piece? I do. Oh, okay. So there's a new show on Hulu called Not Dead Yet. Okay. And it in stars it? Gina Rodriguez, aka Jane the Virgin. Oh, right, right. oh. Plug me in, write me out. And wait, it what is... did that say? It said, plug me in right now. That's my phone letting well, me that's know. That's lovely. It went under 25%. <laughs> it's oh automation. Um, it is, yeah, so it's Jane the Virgin. She is a, um, basically she moved across the country or actually she moved to England. She followed a boyfriend there, gave up her career, everything, whatever. They broke up. I don't really, they haven't really gotten into the story of why they broke up, but she's like come home essentially with like her tail between her legs to start over at the paper that like she left when her career was like going like amazing whatever mm-hmm. and so like her friends her like best friends in the office the only person that I recognize is CC from um uh, uh new girl new girl yep it's like her bestie okay so cool. funny and so basically instead of being like the reporter that she always is they put her on obituaries oh there is like a gift i guess with like this position and obituaries that like she's not aware of people aren't aware of is like whoever's in that position they can see and hear the dead person that they're covering a story about so um she wow like, i love oh. that because you know i love obituary podcasts mm-hmm. so she's like <laughs> oh okay like all right i'm on obits and whatever paranormal and that's cool starts listening and like all of a sudden this like man shows up in her apartment and she doesn't know what's going on and she starts screaming at him to get out of her apartment and he's like she's like I'm gonna kill you and he's like I'm dead already um so it's just like they're they're 30 minute episodes they released the first two they're really funny they're really sweet oh so it's easy to catch up on obviously yes she has well i um, love a hulu tv show i mean they did only murders you don't have to sell me hard yeah their production her, um her roommate is a guy he is autistic he has Asperger's. <laughs> he's very serious about the rules and it's like they butt heads a lot in the beginning and then they're like learning to kind of like go through things together and stuff and becoming one of like her close friends and that's just like really cute too and like um her you know Cece like that character like they're so funny they've got like a uh editor 
who like wants to be with the cool kids and so it's like what what's gonna get us clickety clicks and bing bang zeps and just it's funny it's <laughs> cute it's like the typical like heart like you get from like Gina I just I love it I feel like I, I saw a graphic of her face I didn't I just didn't even remember what it said next to it I haven't really yeah. Honestly, I have been in such an audiobook mode, mm-hmm. as you might have seen. Yeah, from I my haven't Goodreads. watched any TV, but I love her, so I saw it finally aired, and I ran to watch it, and it was nice because there was I, two episodes up. I must have watched TV because we haven't talked in a while, and I, I've been, I take notes. You guys might think for the show that we take notes, and sometimes we're organized enough to do so, but yes. <laughs> I usually do on like content that I'm consuming so I don't forget like especially if it's good and especially if it's bad but I did tell you guys about most of the stuff I watched oh my god I I was just like we're gonna have a thick um random recap episode because mm-hmm. yeah. I watched a documentary called the hatchet wielding hitchhiker do you remember this guy no but oh my god he was sure like we'll viral yeah we will talk about it I was like, I just wanted to see your immediate react, like reaction if you remember this guy from like mm-hmm. viral. Okay, we'll talk about it. Um, but I did watch so many things. What would I actually recommend? It's hard to say. I'll get back <laughs> to you. All I'm right. like, isn't that so terrible? It's like almost like I consume too much. Yeah. Like me and you talked about it and I'm reading three books right now because I'm like, I'm trying to get through all of my romance stuff. Mm -hmm. But you're like, "Mm, am I in love with any of them? Mm, Meh. (laughs) Mm. No, it's so terrible. I did get five stars to the Unhoneymooners. Not a new book, but my first Christina Lauren book. I told you about that, but now everybody else knows. I'm now like side piece. Yeah, I like her. So I'm going to check out more of her writing now. She reminds me of like Emily Giffen. Mm -hmm. Something I missed about Emily Giffen's writing that I recently rediscovered was when she does her shifting POV. She has nice, short, neat chapters. And then at the beginning of the next chapter, chapter, (laughs) it like slightly overlaps of like whatever the moment was so almost like jogs your memory of like oh what's put, happening yeah yeah like if you put the book down for a little bit if you stopped on a chapter it will like perfectly like oh yeah that's where we were yeah um I like that it's just it's really nice flow to it mm-hmm. so anything Emily Giffen that's like such an old like elder millennial that was my first romance love was Emily Giffen anyways Let's talk about this book because it's thick. Okay. So we got to get to it. Yeah. All Crescent right. Well, City. Yeah. I'll give like a brief synopsis <laughs> here. I looked at, I, cause it's like so hard to do it. So I found one on Goodreads. And explain, and I'm just gonna... explain the cover for me too, because. Yeah. So the cover of this one is the, um, I think it's essentially like almost like a sigil, but like the, um, I think I honestly think it's Lahaba. Um okay. but it's the it's like the person for like the house of earth and blood because that's as you get into this you'll understand that there are houses that mm-hmm. these characters fall under. And so like Hunt which again I'll explain in a second like mm-hmm. is of sky and breath. And so I think 
I, from my understanding, I thought that like this of Earth and Blood, I think that was Lahaba, but I could be wrong. But they're mm-hmm. each book, their cover is like each house. Okay. Like where, where they're kind of like talking about or discussing at the time. So basically it's his character. Her name is Bryce Quinlan and she's got like this perfect life working, partying um, until her best friend and all of her closest friends are murdered by a demon and she's all alone and the accused person is behind bars but the crimes start up again and so she finds herself getting pulled into the investigation where she's like very determined to do anything to figure it out and avenge her deaths hunt athlar is a fallen angel who is enslaved to the archangels he once attempted to overthrow um and now he's like an assassin basically for the archangels he's put on to task to figure out who murdered um Bryce's best friend Danica and her pack of wolves Mm -hmm. and they get teamed up together and they're like annoyed with each other and judging each other but they become friends along this journey um to find out what happened and um it says in here so much of like a searing romance this is the slowest burn of all times just FYI (laughs) like yeah next book no but the first book is the slowest slowest burn so if you're looking for smut this is makes it. me excited for the second book. <laughs> this is a very, just a very like, you know, high fantasy world building story. I love the mystery aspect of it. Like it's heavy in the whodunit and the twists and all that stuff, but still in the mm. fantasy world, but also set to nowadays. Um, so I really like it. And so it just says like, as Bryce and Hunt dig into the Crescent City's underbelly, they'll discover a dark power that threatens everything and everyone they hold dear. Um, and you know, just trying to figure out what happened. So cast of characters, the main characters are Bryce, Quinlan, and Hunt Athelar. And, and then you'll start to get the other people that are involved. And in- like what each of them are. Because right. all of the people that were murdered were also like Loki. Oh yeah, a wolf pack, by the way. Yes. Because <laughs> all these yeah. different, that's, that's yeah, the they're, craziest part. It like, kind of makes me think of like Zootopia. That her it's like- mind. Like her mind. Yeah, her mind this, is wild. This author. Yeah. Because there's shapeshifters and there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's woven and there's mer people and there's just so many different houses and aspects. The otters. The otters. Okay, guys, this is like, this does not make <laughs> sense to anybody that hasn't read this book, but the mer people, which are touched on just very briefly, but like how they send messages to the I can't know, people that are above the about air yeah they use otters as their mail carrier and rightly so anybody especially Bryce like squeals when she gets otter mail and I don't blame her I would too <laughs> I would love a little otter even... knocking on my door to bring me mail I know with like a little clamshell like donk 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 here yeah. here's your mail here's your letter like so cute the little tiny <laughs> paws yeah there's a lot of like if you look at like otter mail like crescent city otter or something i'm like etsy there's so many cute like little graphics and cups and things people have made because people were just obsessed with the idea of like otters delivering your mail i love okay there's like this world of de-influencing on tiktok where that i've happily joined which is hilarious because I love consuming shit like that Mm -hmm. but like that's the shit I do like I don't don't tell me I need a Stanley cup I don't need a Stanley cup I need this otter shirt yes it brings me joy yes Mm -hmm. I don't need this cup because I saw somebody holding like 
it's just so crazy. Yeah. I'm not but judging anyways. you if you have an emotional support water bottle, but like they all do the same thing. I'm I'm not if right. They, like when if the it fact that it's stickers on, when the fact that it's on Amazon for like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. because oh. they're like all sold out. It's a joke, yeah. No. I was like these people you can buy them at Target too, and there's a million other brands. Like there's Simple Moderate, okay, right? Anyways, but it has to be the hole, but... Stanley one, anyways. <laughs> See, I never bought into that. I always bought the Walmart brand, and it I know as good as a Yeti. Um, yes. so anyways, they're so trying anyways, to figure out, <laughs> they're trying to figure out who killed Danica. And that's really like the point of all of this. And the, um, the, like there's the night that kind of all of this is like being tracked to is this thing called the horn, um, is missing. And the horn is this old relic that is said to be able to create um, gates open between worlds and like dimensions. That's what I thought the cover was, was like that art installation, but like with the mm -hmm. horn missing or like, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it came from a, wasn't an art installation or like a crescent. Yeah. It came from um, the, the museum or something. Yeah. 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 So uh, so yeah so they're on this big old hunt to find that um and you know find out who killed danica there's like a you know eco-terrorist that's in jail that they thought had something to do with it it turns out like he was kind of friends with danica or danica was trying to give him a chance so he didn't kill her you know and and they're just kind of going down all of these different routes and bryce is very like a take no shit person like she's just not like scared like she's just like i need to figure out what's going on mm-hmm. um and you learn that uh because bryce is also um like she's half fey half human right and i mean that's, that's a human, there's like people yeah. are all over the place but right so she's got like the ear and her half brother in a little a bit large but right mm-hmm. rune dannon crown prince of the Valbaran <laughs> fey yeah you if you know you were on tiktok you know you know um so you learn that basically just feel like for me as a person who has like you probably relate who has like half siblings and like i just always find those storylines interesting and especially like especially hers for like Mm -hmm. not being like openly claimed you know right yep yeah her Mm -hmm. dad her biological father you know, she was tested to see like her magic level. It was low. He wanted nothing to do with her. He was with her mother. And I don't know. I don't remember if he, he just like screamed at her or hit her. Or what. He did something and she ran off mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and she married uh, a warrior and, um, you know, that man, Randall has raised Bryce his whole life, her whole life. So mm-hmm. that to her is like her father. And then this brother, this half brother rune, um has wanted nothing more than to like have his sister and be close and everything but like when she was a teenager and she came between the drama and the pressure from like her father and what they were they just they snapped at each other they said awful things and they haven't really spoken since Mm -hmm. and now that she's part of this investigation her brother is like the crown prince of the fae so he's like a very prominent position and he doesn't want her involved he doesn't want her in danger and he's like, fuck you, I don't care. Like, and they tell everybody that they're cousins so that they almost know, like believe I don't want to say police, but they're like, is it called like the ox or the Yeah, the auxiliary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And like that's kind of like their thing. And then like Danica's pack did that too. Like it seems like there's kind of like groups of then the archangels are their own. It's like there's multiple groups of people that are in charge <laughs> like of the sheriff, the troopers, city. the police. Yeah. Yeah. The like, state police. Yeah. The national like guard. Sex of the government. But like, yeah. Yeah. Law yeah. enforcers, if you will. Yeah. Right. So, you know, um, and they're just, they know they're all trying to figure it out. So it's um I love this like I've I love Sarah J Moss in general like all of her books and all of her series but mm-hmm. I really liked this one because it was modern like I loved that it was you know they they had cell phones and they went to the club and like they just seemed the most relatable when you read those books and obviously you know there's Faye and all that kind of stuff but it's like well because we always relate like magic to being age. in the past it's like right. magic has to be in the past and it's like well yeah. this is fiction it can be like whatever you want right like i thought the gates holding magic was kind of cool mm-hmm. like yeah that everybody like that gave it power mm-hmm. yeah i um i just like loved this and there was just so many like interesting characters which gets me to like favorite character least favorite character mm-hmm. um my favorite character was Lahaba. Lahaba was um the fire Bryce's. Oh yes, yes, yes. I don't know why I thought it was like the boss. That's Jessica. That's Jessica, who's I, also great. So funny because I was gonna say the same thing. Lahaba was giving. Oh, let me check because I actually wrote down notes and I wrote down Lahaba was giving like Dobby vibes. Yes, for me. <laughs> Yes. Like, yeah, I, just, I would agree with that. Yeah. But I imagined her like a tiny little, almost like Tinkerbell, but like all yes. red and like orange. Maybe like Tinkerbell meets one of those people from Inside Out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those little, I don't know. I, that was very, everything she writes is very, very visual. Yes. So I was imagining that. And I don't know. I, I just love her story so much. When we were reading Akatar, which we never ended up finishing that recap series, but like, sorry guys, sorry. my ha- it, if you convince us to, it'll probably go on a Patreon channel. <laughs> it'll go behind a paywall because it's been so long that I'd probably have to reread it. And right? Yeah. You don't have to pay me to reread it, but I'd like you to. Um. <laughs> anyways, my dog's snoring in the background. Let me find these notes. Definitely giving the Dobby vibes with the Haba, but that's, I think, mm-hmm. what made her my favorite. Yeah. Like, just the fact. I just, like, love her. Her attitude her was so funny because she was, like, so nice and, like, helpful. But then she'd also, like, she always put Bryce in her place. Like, if Bryce wasn't, she's like, you're being mean, BB. And, like. Yes. That was at my nose. She really loved Hunt. The way that mm. Lahaba was, like, drooling over yes. Hunt. Yes. <laughs> it was so cute. And, like, you know, called him, like, you know, Athy, like uh, Athy. I loved it so much. And um, you know, like the way I feel like um Lahaba and the Chimera, like they show Bryce's like soft side because she's like mm-hmm. she's very tough and you know, on her own. And Randall has taught her to be, you know, basically like a deadly weapon, but she's also really, you know, sensitive and cares for everybody and like even well, though she- she's got this hard yeah exterior like she you know she saved the chimera and you know whatever and she saved lahaba's freedom and all of that stuff and um that 
Lahabas and you know this is this is spoiler this is a podcast episode like it's a spoiler yeah, it's a review. recap it's you not can like... listen to it <laughs> yeah. you know you should have read this already <laughs> but um Lahaba ends up sacrificing herself to save Bryce and well everybody the world basically mm. um and you know Bryce as she realizes what she's doing she tells her you know I I paid for your freedom you're free you can just go just go and she says this thing of like well then let everybody know that like my first act of freedom was to save my friends uh, and I listened to that part in audio I didn't read it and so it was yeah. like her voice I was unwell I, I was know. So, same and she just kept repeating over and over again like my friends are with me and I am not scared and I yeah and I was just like oh my god or I'm not afraid um, yeah or like I am not alone or something like that either way yeah. like I was just yeah that was a very powerful scene <laughs> um like, oh. I don't know what's wait Okay, I gotta, go in chrono- I gotta go in chronological order of these like moments because I already talked about the cover. I said beautiful, but doesn't match the story for me. But now I like you explain it, so get it. That's okay. Um, the venom removal scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her, mm-hmm. her eyes pop away. Like we've never talked about this. And I was like, uh-huh. like, quote, I've got you, sweetheart. I was like, oh. Yes. Right. Because that's what I mean. Like, it's a slow burn, but it's satisfying. Oh, like, like just yeah, tension. the Venom removal. It reminds me of, like, the with the bee on Bridgerton, too. Yes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 I love it. Oh, yeah. I'm toward the end of the love hypothesis. It's uh, It's been a very slow, slow burn. It's very slow. Um. But... Okay. I only have one thing and it's in the very beginning so I'm just gonna read it now because this cracked me up mm-hmm. so the thing that they do in this series is like this they do this thing mm-hmm. is called like they make the drop and it's basically like them choosing chasing Im- immortality and they're kind of like securing their bodies in like the age that they are basically and she says it sounds so funny because it reminds me of like bald drop <laughs> they're like talking to each other and she says well what like we do it you know whatever in like our 20s because what's the point of being immortal badasses if we have sagging tits <laughs> right it, like, that's like, so funny like why wouldn't we choose this but like it was just so like that's why i'm saying like i love this book this series because that's like in akatar it's very like old old school old times like old dress like it's very prim and proper mm-hmm. it's not you know this is just like you know they're they're smoking weed like this is so more like did you ever normal, read neon gods i can't remember did the you read first the first one so like you ones. get the like the the modern twist i love the like, modern yeah. yes i love the modernization of the stories i've i'm reading like all of the like um the disney villain ones and stuff and they're like you know like a club owner like a you know i i'm liking those so yeah i like things like this so um the katie robert ones you mean no um you'll have to send them to me yeah it's like the the one book is like scarred and yes okay i remember emily mcintyre i think her name is yes i've read uh, read two of them so far and then the other ones just came out but anyways to this book Mm-hmm, um, sorry like this is what happens at book club racked me up um what else did you have for notes 
Oh God. No, a lot of it's just like shit that I thought was cute. Like Mm -hmm. Hunt Hunt always wrapping Bryce in his wings. Mm -hmm. Like just those moments. I was just like, you know, I don't know why. Just like, it's so soft. I'm just too soft for all of it. Well, right. That was two more things down. I said Akatar tie in question mark because we've talked about this, like her her realms, like if there was. Mm-hmm. I had like question mark if there was a tie-in. Yeah, the when you were talking about Lahaba, I was like, that was sad, but also like Hunt's wings, like mm-hmm. being removed. Like that killed me. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh yeah, they grow back. And I'm like, you fuck with me for like that. I yeah. You it's fuck like with me like <laughs> it's I like, was like Reese is dead, and then like two seconds later, he's alive. <laughs> like that's you go crazy. through all you the trauma with the know. wings, and they're like, he'll grow back. But I like Wait, that. Speaking she of dead and alive, her. like having a moment with Danica again, light it, it was up everything. Because like anybody who's lost somebody, which is everybody, right knows that like oh, just one more moment mm-hmm. everybody's wished for it and you're like yeah. oh, that's a beautiful part about fiction it can give you like that yeah. little piece that yeah and you oh, learn that like just... she oh god bryce trades her her place in the afterworld to secure danica's because she's mm-hmm. worried that danica might not get hers and then in the end danica is waiting for her um and so when she makes the drop danica is able actually in the afterworld somehow to anchor her to make the drop because you're supposed to make it with somebody like anchoring you and mm-hmm. somehow they do it and they're like how's she gonna but make then it back bryce is so far down and she doesn't want to leave danica and so then danica to get her out <laughs> sacrifices everything to just disappear forever and to just be gone not to be in an afterworld or whatever so that bryce can live um and it was just like these like ultimate sacrifices that they've made for each other um you know that their friendship found and everything family. yeah it always gets me yeah and like connor um like connor holstrom is like one of the like saddest like Characters. victims and all of the stuff like he just he loved Bryce so much and um there's a character kind of like that in like Throne of Glass that's um very similar like those like unrequited love besties that they just don't get to ever you know figure it out or whatever and like I love that she still cared so much and like it wasn't just that Danik was gone but it was everybody mm-hmm. and like her friends and all of this stuff and yeah um and on top of it like pretty much publicly being shamed as if like oh you were fucking a stranger in the bathroom while all this happened great job good for you like she was constantly and like reminded about it for years in such a cruel and vicious (gasps) way that like girl that sent her the cake or whatever or like messed with her dessert i heard a girl that does shit like that (laughs) i heard about some girls who do petty shit not (laughs) i was just like Oh my god! So when like yeah, because girls who say mean things for no reason, those type of girls who just have nothing better to do, so they're just mean. Taylor Swift wrote a song about those people. Yeah, they're they're something else, and they and they get what's coming to them because you see that you know later in everything, like that person is like horrified at what her leader Sabine 
Danica's mother, who's oh. a piece of shit, I got um, you know, is doing with all of them. And like the way that Bryce has been treated like absolute shit leopard always because of her half fey, half human, but so much after, you know, Danica dies and everything and the way that people are behaving and treating her and accusing her. And then when it all comes down and we figure out who the murderer was, which dun dun dun, dun it's the archangel Michael who's the you know the monster behind all of this basically mm-hmm. and he he figures out where the horn is the horn wait michael or micah micah i just i'm saying his no name. there's so many characters that no, it i was is, it is micah like. it's micah yeah the and it's been, yeah because it this gets a little religious yes like exactly the, where i'm like like because crescent city is like a, yeah it, there's a lot of religious symbolism and jewish because she's sarah J. Moss is jewish uh-huh. so like a lot of that kind of bleeds into this i've noticed but anyways yes micah the archangel is the bad guy he um he wants to open up the realms to be able to like dominate in war and win mm-hmm. these takeovers for the asteri and um when he realizes where the horn is, which is that Danica found it before he could, she ground it into powder and tattooed it on Bryce's back. That and was crazy. So, yes. Like that was the, you are the Horcrux moment. Yeah. Like I didn't see that coming at all. That was insane. Um, But like, after all, like just the way that everybody treats her. And then when they find that out and they're all away at something else, it's Bryce who is the only person that is out there trying to save you know, Lunathia and everybody and, you know, protect all the people in Crescent City, <clears throat> which is what all these other people are supposed to be doing. Like, she's the one that's going to ready to sacrifice herself and mm. fix everything, even though all of these people have treated her like shit her whole life. Well, that also really Harry Potter-ish. <laughs> no, like, right? all yeah. the people who were assholes yep. to him. Like, there were some parts. Yep. She is definitely... I'm not saying that's exactly where she got it from, but similar to like Akatar reminded me of Beauty and the Beast. Like there's, yep. you know, there's, there's some parallels oh, sure. there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The last two things I wrote, you were talking about Sabine. I said, WTF Sabine, be a huge bitch to your daughter and then cry. And Danica helping Bryce ascend. I'm confused, <laughs> but you just explained her helping her ascend. Cause I'm like, I don't understand how she yeah. necessarily helped her, but you saying she like sacrificed. Okay. Yeah, because like Ugh. the gate, because she's touching the gate mm-hmm. to, to do to make the drop because she needs power to do it. And the gates connect all the different worlds and whatever. And Danica basically comes to the gate in the underworld and answers her call that way. And so she gives up her whatever is left mm-hmm. of her little mm-hmm. remnant life to be able to make the drop with Bryce. You know, she was basically, it seemed like she was essentially sitting in purgatory waiting for Bryce to make the drop, which I'm also Mm -hmm. just like my heart. Yeah, because it's it's a long time until mm -hmm. Bryce is like moving and into the, like, it's not as if like Danica dies and then next month they're trying to figure out who did it. Yeah. You know, it's years and it's, Yeah. I um but we really I'm, didn't talk about the other fave character. Well, I'm just gonna say least favorite character is Bryce's dad. So fuck him. Oh yes, Autumn King for sure. And but like Rune. 
Rune Dannon, Crown Prince of the Valbarn Bay. <laughs> and I said, annoyed as fuck that Rune saved ungrateful ass Bryce from Sandriel. That was my. <laughs> When you text me that, I was dying. <laughs> I was so annoyed. I'm like, he's yeah. trying to help you, you yeah. little bitch. Yeah. So annoyed. They're right. And the, but I feel like too, like that sibling stuff, like it felt so real. Like, mm. the, you know, because then because then later she's like, I need you to tell him like that I love him, that, you know, whatever, like they say a bunch of shit to each other and they don't mean it. They love each other. And, you know, he's desperately trying to get to her. She's, you know, ready to sacrifice everything to save him and everybody else. Like, it's just, they can be both brats sometimes. And, um, I love Rune. Rune is, and especially in the second book, like I cannot wait for you to, like, you get so much more of Rune and like his story and like what he does, like what him and the ox like his job yeah their job right how they're like all of that you get so much more of that um you get some more spice with him I just related to both of them on on two different levels like him being essentially like an only child right like Mm -hmm. him feeling so alone like I was an only child for the first 10 years of my life and then both my parents like got remarried and I have siblings now but like at the Man. time it's like all you want is a sibling you're like oh I just want a sibling and that's how Rune was um so it's just like funny that she lived on this under this assumption that he like couldn't stand her when he was right. like, really like I just wanted a sibling you know and I also relate to like being someone who has you know half siblings is that sometimes you're like I feel like I'm half of this and half of that but whole of nothing mm-hmm. and I'm like I felt that for Bryce a lot. Yeah. It's relatable. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's so, I like these, this series. I like all the series, but I like how crazy story. fantastical it's it is. It's relatable. Right. Because <laughs> like, it's the characters just, they seem so much more human, even though they're mm-hmm. not necessarily, but just so much more relatable with life and life experiences like it's not like a we've got a skin a buck to have a dinner like they're like we're yeah. going out for tie like it's just it's because it's modern it's more relatable your recap simplified it in such a great way because it's like it really it was like a murder mystery but then you add like just these layers of like magic and people's like identities being magical or not Mm -hmm. and it just adds layers and like spice to the story you know Mm -hmm. flavor if you will not spice that's the sexy parts but you know there's some a little bit there's a little bit of that little bit sprinkled in there you know yes some seasoning is and and i don't believe that this is really i don't think this has come up in the second book yet but in the end of the first book you also learn so bryce has two best friends besides danica that are still alive um fury and Oh my god, it's I'm losing it because Fury was yeah, the Mm. one she was clubbing with. Yeah, Fury and I can't remember what her name is, but anyways, (laughs) the deer shifter. Um, and you know, um, they realize that she realized at the end that they're in love, her Mm. her two like girlfriends, and she hadn't like thought of it or like connected the dots and stuff and um and I liked that too about this is like they were very like open about some of the characters being queer or mm. being in like a queer relationship because like one of the ox um one of 
Rune's ox members is gay and like you know there's just different little whatevers and I just I was like oh my god I love this like it's just so good and the way the next book is like I can't wait for you to read the next one um because it's so good there's so much like just holy shit in the next one and like I'm gonna need I will say this right now I need like the last chapter of the second book I have you have to record it you're like just time lapse it and record yourself reading it the last chapter mm-hmm. okay that's not nice because like <laughs> homework is that was that your apple watch that said, that's not oh my nice. god my apple watch just said that and then it responded that's not nice it literally said, like, I'm going to need you to save and record the last chapter. You have to record it in, like, a time lapse. And then it went, that's not nice. That's so funny. Um, but, okay, homework assignment received. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not wearing that. Don't wear an Apple Watch. Don't do it. <laughs> God forbid. I know. <laughs> it starts ringing. Maybe the Harry Potter theme starts going off. <laughs> or it goes, put yeah. me in right now. Yeah, that would be so funny. Um, would we recommend? Obviously, rating five stars. Obviously, <laughs> okay. right, same. Um, yeah, I can't recommend this enough. I know it's so big, guys. It's a thick. Need a big boy. It's a big one, mm-hmm. but you can get it on Audible. Mm-hmm. Get the audiobook and listen to it. I don't listen to anything at one speed. I listen to everything at like at least one point five, but usually four, like two. I know um, when I'm warming up and like getting used to the characters, I'm like 1.25. Yeah. And then yes, it's like, now same. that I know stuff, I'm like 1.5 at least. Yeah. Like, at the very least. Depending on how it sounds slow like they're the speaking is. in slow-mo. Yeah. You're like, huh? Oh, I need you to, I need you to like, I know I need to pick it up a little bit. When that happens, Honestly, sometimes it affects the whole story. Like I'm like, yeah. was this book I read and gave two stars actually this shitty or was it the reader? Like I yeah. I think it was, and I will like state this too. Like, if you have time, I maybe I wouldn't suggest it for this big of a book, but honestly, like, if you have it's a great Kindle book too, because the Kindle, if you if you have Amazon, you can use your Alexa app to read any books Mm -hmm. in your Kindle library. (laughs) Now she heard you talking. (laughs) It is, it is not like the best. Um, like you cannot control the cadence, but it's like a normal pace and they're obviously not going to be doing like voices and things. It's the robot, you know, Alexa voice, but it's yeah. not like monotone. It's actually good. And I listen to a lot. Like if I'm reading a book and like, I don't want to stop, I'll just put that to play and read it to me. And like, it's fine. Like I'd rather oh, yeah, like, keep you get reading it than like whatever. But like, if you're out of audiobooks, if it's not on Libby, if you don't want to, whatever, like it's a great option if you already have it on Kindle. Um, so plug for that. But yeah, if you love fantasy, I highly recommend this. Highly recommend. Five stars all around, I think. Um, all around. Next pick is my pick, which you already know because we're getting terrible at keeping this our picks a secret from each other anyways but <laughs> bringing down the duke by evie dunmore i picked book one of yet another series but apparently they're not really like interconnected so you know you don't have to read them all you could just have fun with this it's giving bridgerton vibes i am excited period piece like romance. i haven't read a period yeah i haven't read a period book in so long 
Did you ever read Mr. Malcolm's list? No, it was on my it list. It was really cute and super short. But yeah. I, wasn't it supposed to become a show? Like, did it ever I think happen? it is. It's, um, a, it's a movie, I feel like. Let me. It, is it a movie that, that real quick. I feel like it's like a movie? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Malcolm's list. Um. Yeah, it came out last year. That's what I thought. But like, okay, obviously not advertised that well. Yeah, where can I watch it though? Uh, I'm like, gives me something to do. <laughs> because see. I'm just itching for more Bridgerton. So I'm hoping that this will scratch that itch, like reading this book. Again, for me, it's book of the month. I love book of the month. <laughs> if you guys want a referral for book of the month, you can find it at halfbakebookclub.com. Yes, it is in our mm-hmm. on our links there, and um, it's such a good deal like, for hardcovers. Like I got this oh, as an add-on, nine ninety nine for yeah. And now I'm like, I want to get the second and third just to like they match because they're just pretty books. If I like it, obviously, right? Yeah, but like it's it. I got it for my sister, and it was so cute. And I'm like, okay, I need to probably read all of these. But I love um, I love book of the month. It's great. I was never like a big subscription girly, but man, do I It's love... the one subscription I truly look forward to. Like it's two yes. or three days before the end of the month and I'm like refreshing the app. Like, is it here? Is it here? <laughs> what are my choices? You're like, where can I watch this? Uh, yeah. Anyways, we'll find, we'll find Mr. Malcolm's list and we'll get back to you guys because I told you way back when that it was a great book and I stand by that, but I'll let you know about the show. Um, and if you guys ever have time to give us a rating or review, it would be super appreciated. Oh my gosh. I, I got so into Mr. Malcolm's list guys. I got, did you find it here? Uh, no, I'm still trying to find it, but but we'll get back to you guys. We will talk about it. I'm sure on random (laughs) recap. So we'll see you guys next week. We can't wait, but until then read books. It's, it's weird out, out there. there. Okay, we missed you guys. <laughs> Happy one year. Yay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Half Baked Book Club. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com. <laughs>